Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community of Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely Monday morning. We're kicking off another beautiful Der Hashem week over here, and this is our final approach to Purim. Next week, next week, a week from this morning, is what? It's Tainus Esther. Okay, so we are in the final approach right now. Purim's Monday night, Tuesday. So a week from this morning is going to be Tainus Esther. That's exciting. Purim is around the corner. And, actually, on that note, look what we have this morning in Derech Hashem. We, we had last week on Friday, we wrapped up talking about Shabbos, right? We went into Shabbos Kodesh last week, seeing what the Ramchah had to say about what Shabbos is all about, the significance of refraining from activity on Shabbos, the significance of Einik Shabbos, of Kavit Shabbos. And we saw that, you know, Shabbos is one day out of the week where... Um, Every, every, every week, once a week, we have this cycle where we have Chol and Kodesh and Chol and Kodesh. And Kodesh means we allow the world to leave its, its appearance and its setup as a separate entity outside of Hashem. That's Chol, that's Chulun. Chulun is when something is a Chalal, it's an empty space, a void outside of the Rebbein Shulalem. And we allow it to become Kodesh once again. Kodesh is not just that the Chol is able to receive the Rebbeinu Shalalem, but more than that, the Chol returns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a difference between, as we mentioned last week by Shabbos, a container outside Hashem containing godliness, and that container just surrendering its own existence and becoming a, a um, layer, membrane, shell, outer shell, outside of Hashem Himself, as it were. That's what Shabbos is about. That's why we refrain from doing Malach on Shabbos. Um, the refraining from doing activity is what allows Shab, uh, us to, to make that structure of Shabbos to bring down what Shabbos needs to bring down during the week. And now, says the Ramchal, we're going to move on from Shabbos, discussing Shabbos, discussing other special days during the year. So we are in Chelek Dalad, Perik Shvi, Simon, Hey, Dalad, Zion, Hey. V'avnam says the Ramchal. Gazra Chochmel Yoyno. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is decreed again with his infinite wisdom. Lies of Yisrael Kiddush Al Kiddush to um, give an abundance of opportunities for Klai Yisrael for <coughs> Kedusha, an abundance of 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 holiness, an abundance of opportunities sprinkled throughout the year for us to receive elevation. See, he is giving us a general introduction to all the special days out of the year that are outside of Shabbos. We can give us some very interesting insights here. Let's see. We've been given holy days, not holidays, but holy days that are holy outside of Shabbos. And all those holy days, we receive additional elevations and additional types of of sanctity of kedusha. Amnam kulam lamatami madregas hashabbos hashpaosay vekedushay. All the other holy days of the year are beneath or below the level of Shabbos kodesh, and below the are, are somewhat beneath the godliness that comes down on Shabbos, the radiance that comes down on Shabbos, and the sanctification that comes down on Shabbos. Okay, so let's 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 digest this for a moment over here. Digest this for a moment. Um, so, Ramchal, this is a mafteach. 
this is a key over here, an introduction, an insight into understanding the concept of yomtiv in general, what every yomtiv is all about, what every special holy day is all about. And Ramchal is using Shabbos as a means of of setting up the, the discussion about what yomtiv, all the other yomim taivim are. And we've established what Shabbos is, and he's telling us yomtiv is sort of like Shabbos and sort of not like Shabbos. And he's going to give us a tremendous insight in, uh, into understanding the function of all the other yomim taivim and why they are different than Shabbos. And in terms of the similarity, what similarity do they have for, to Shabbos? So he said that just like Shabbos is there to give us, and by extension, the entire universe, Kedusha, opportunity for Kedusha. So every yomtiv is there for us and the universe to be elevated and receive Kedusha. But it's not the same Kedusha as the Kedusha of Shabbos. So what does it mean that it's like Shabbos and that we bring Kedusha to the world? And in what regard is it not like Shabbos and we're not bringing Kedusha? So let's backtrack. What does it mean to bring Kedusha to the world? What does it mean for us to become elevated and sanctified and to, for us to elevate and sanctify the world? So we remember in the introduction that we had by Shabbos, and we just spoke at a few minutes ago when we kicked things off this morning, Kedusha is always the opposite of, of, of Chol. Kaidish is the opposite of Chol. Um, Hakdash is the opposite of Chilul. Sanctification is the opposite of desecration. And more bluntly and more simply, holiness is the opposite of, of mundanity. And to be mundane means an existence outside of Hashem. An existence which is an independent existence. <clears throat> an independent existence. That's chol, that's chulen, that's a chalal. That's when there's a void, and it's when there's a gap, and there's a, where there's a just big empty hollow space. That's not Hashem. Nishkot, something that's not the Rebbein Shalom, something that is ripping things away from the Rebbein Shalom, <coughs> making an existence outside the Hashem, that's what's called mundane, profane, chol, chul, and, 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 and chilo. That means that Kaidesh is <clears throat> when it's an existence that is the Rebbein Shalom. And here we have something very tricky. Shabbos is the pinnacle of Kedusha, in that Shabbos is a surrendering of self. We don't have a us anymore, there's no zich, there's no like, it's me, as a me, and I'm going to try to do godly acts. Because even when we have that, there's still an element of the me, there's still an element of the us, and and to that degree, there's chayob, that's being this Kaddish, but there is chol over there. Shabbos is the ultimate is the ultimate um, exercise in the me'en adam habo of, of, of the, the ultimate level of sanctification where I'm a, a um, a shell, a skin, a membrane clinging to that oil of HaKadosh Baruch as much as possible, cling to Hashem's illumination. Um, there's one more Instead of being a, a uh, mirror down here to catch Hashem's light and reflect it, I'm, you know, that glass bulb around the filament. That the light's going through me. Okay, that's, that's the difference. That's the difference. I'm not a separate Kli that's catching light and reflecting it. I'm, I'm the lampshade. I'm the bulb. I'm the, um, maybe the filaments even. The, the, the lights that the, the electrons are going through, right? Okay, something like that. Um, 
as opposed to a mirror that's re- catching and reflecting light, as opposed to um, <clears throat> as opposed to um, even a candle down here that you can, if you concentrate photonic energy on that wick, you may ignite it, combust it, you know, with a magnifying lens, and that candle now bursts into flame is really getting that energy came from the sun. So as opposed to all that, Shabbos is us being the lampshade, us being the the um, the bulb. So that's the kedusha of Shabbos, and we allow the world, by extension, to be that lampshade around Hashem. That's different than what we are during the week. During the week, we are containers. During the week, we are mirrors. And Yom Tov the Ramchal saying has an element of that, but beneath the the level of Shabbos. So it has an element of Shabbos in that we are. Um, allowing ourselves to be <coughs> membranes, layers, skins around the Ayers of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but in a lower degree. Now, what's that lower degree? That's what we have to pinpoint. In what way is Yom Tov lower? The Kedusha is lower? It's lower in the fact that we're going to see momentarily it's not in totality of, of who we are and what aspect of Hashem's illumination, lichtikite, we are surrendering ourselves to. On Shabbos, it's in totality. And here's again the Maftei for understanding Shabbos versus Yom Tiv. On Shabbos, it's a total surrender. Are we in totality, in, an, in our entirety, we become... Um, Enveloped around Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's by not doing thirty-nine malachis, and that's everything else that goes into keeping Shabbos. Whereas on Yom Tov, it's fractional. A certain degree of us becomes that membrane around Hashem, and it's around a certain aspect of Hashem. Okay, it's fractional on both ends. Fractional mitzad us and fractional mitzad Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When Shabbos is in totality, on Yom Tov, it's a fraction thereof. Everybody understand? That's the critical difference. Part of us are in part of Hashem, so to speak, so to speak, right? These are borrowed terms, just to, uh, there's no partial fraction of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but a fractional degree of Hashem's radiance and godliness is what we get on Yom Tov, and we wrap partially us around partially HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On Yom Tov, it's in totality. Us and Gansin is around the Rebbein Gansin, that's why only Shabbos is the Me'enah Elam Haba, of the Yom Shekula Shabbos and Menucha L'chai Yolamim, which is going to be a total surrender to the Rebbein Shalalim. So that's the partial degree. Partial Kedusha on Yom Tov is that <coughs> there's uh, an aspect of Hashem's radiance that an aspect of us is, is submitted to. And with that, this in mind, that, that un- un- unlocks and opens up a lot of doors of understanding over here. V'hinei. Based on the godliness and the radiance that's coming in on any particular Yom Tov. So on Shabbos, it's HaKadosh Baruch totality that's coming to the world. In Gansan, all of the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Shabbos Hayyam Lashem. Shabbos Hayyam Lashem. It's the Rebbeinu Shalaylam. Bichvaydoi uva'atzmai v'miluoi. That is there for us to be surrounded. Surrounding, surround and for the world to surround, so to speak. Um... On Yom Tov, it's an aspect of Hashem's godliness. And according to that, whatever that Kedusha is, 
To that degree that we have this degree of, of godliness that is going to be radiating its way into the world in an open way on Yom Tov, to that degree we refrain from activity on that particular day. That's the, the malach that we don't do on any Yom Tov is a reflection, an indication of the amount of zikh of us that we are surrendering to Hashem. So that's the axiom over here. What we don't do is an indicator to the amount of us that has to be surrendered to Hashem. And the amount of Hashem that's coming into the world. So on Shabbos, we surrender in totality. Don't do anything, any creative activity. Anything we do during the week. We don't do any of that on Shabbos. Because on Shabbos, we have in Gansan a, a total surrender submission to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On Yom Tov, depending on the, the type of Yom Tov also, there's certain things we still do because it's not a total surrender, because it's not a total godliness radius that's coming in that day. It's less than Shabbos, lower than Shabbos. That determines what you're not allowed to do on any particular Yom Tov. Now the Ramchal goes through it one by one. After Shabbos Kodesh, what's the next highest Yom Tov? We know from the Gemara. The highest Yom Tov is Yom Kippur, after Shabbos. Yom Kippur, right, there's Gemara Megillah. Yom Kippur is, 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 is on the highest madrega of Yom Tov after Shabbos. Um, it's not higher than Shabbos, right? It's, Shabbos is the highest, and then Yom Kippur. As people commonly think that Yom Kippur is higher than Shabbos, only because we know that Yom Kippur you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to drink, you're not allowed to wear leather shoes. Those are inuyim. But in terms of Malacha, Shabbos is actually the highest, right? Because on Shabbos, we will kill you if you do Malacha. We'll give you skila. And Yom Kippur, we don't kill you. Hashem takes care of you. It's only says, no, it's not, it's not a chiv misas bezdin. Shabbos Shabbos Yeah, we make drushes there. But in terms of the kedusha, Shabbos is higher than Yom Kippur. Shabbos is higher than Yom Kippur. Shabbos Shabbos we make different drushes from the etlocha drushes vasmedashent. But Shabbos has is is chiv misas bezdin. Yom Kippur is only I say when quotation marks only kares. Um, one one darga below. Vachrim Yom Tovim. After that, so Shabbos Yom Kippur, and then the rest of the Yom Yom Tovim are one degree below Yom Kippur in terms of their kedusha, which again shows up in how we treat it halachically. Isir um, Molach on Yom Kippur, you don't get Mises um, Bezin or Karis for it. It's, it's a, only again I say, I say, I say, uh, um, what? Advisedly, I, I say cautiously. That's neither of those are the words that I really wanted to say. I say uh, gingerly, in quotation marks, only a lavda araisa. We will give you malchus, but there's no Mises Bezin, there's no Karis even. Um, and you're allowed to do at Lacham Lachus. There are malchus you're allowed to do already on Yom Tov. Anything for Eichel Nefesh you're allowed to do, right? You're allowed to cook, carry, transfer, fire, all these things for Eichel Nefesh. Vacharim Chol One notch down for that is Chol the quote unquote, and I say this again gingerly. The mundane period in in in, in the in the intermediate days of Yom Tov are one notch below Yom Tov itself, and that there's a lot more that you're permitted to do, but there's a lot of things you still cannot do. And according to many Rishon, what you can't do on Chalmaid is, is a daraisa. What's not uh, if it's not Sarchei Mayed, if it's not Hefzim Meruba, if it's not Davar Avid, right? Um, all these all these things which you still may not do on on Chalmaid, according to many Rishon, according to many Rishonim. Is an Isra Raisa, so there's still an Isra Malacha, but 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 Vinsiger, uh, Vinsiger Isra Malacha, it has been greatly expanded. What you are allowed to do, and that's again a reflection of the the lessened godliness that's 
coming down, and the less of me that has to submit and surrender to that godliness. Again, always directly proportionate to the godliness coming in is the amount of me that's surrendering to that godliness, and 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 and, 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 and which is directly correlating to the therefore the isurim that you're not allowed to do on that day. And one more thing, the Gemara Megillah points out uh, uh, around this hierarchy we have structured our Kriya Satara. Kriya Satara, the Takana of, um, of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu that we read from the Torah and Shabbos and festivals. So um, that's also to capture, capture the holiness that's coming down that day. And the amount of alias that you lay is always an indicator of how much Kedusha there is on that day. And now we have such a new insight. I need the, 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 a day that there's less me, I need more alias. A day that there's more me, there's less alias. What a fascinating insight. Aliyah is Kishmai Kenhu, Pshuta Kamashmai. An aliyah to the Torah is an aliyah. You don't just call it an aliyah because the Bima sometimes, you know, is, would be on a higher platform. The Ladishals still have this, right? Um, back in the day, it says, you're a Peshazach, not just a young Israel thing. To have the bima on this elevated, uh, there's Hamish shuls that have this also, and uh, so it's a yeah, it's a, listen, it's a not not a right, not a modern thing. Um, not just call Nali because when you come to the Torah, you're stepping up to the bima. It's Nali because you're nisala, you are elevating yourself and the whole shul. You're the shliach of the entire shul because Klai is elevated that day because the world's elevated that day because. There's an elevation of what's coming down from God on that day. That's the Aliyah, and that's what the, the davening centers around. And according to the Aliyah of the day are the Aliyahs that we have to bring as, as a Tzibor. So the higher the elevation, the higher Kedusha, the more we have to surrender ourselves to the Rebbein Shalom, the more Aliyahs we need on that particular day. Shabbos, we have the most Aliyahs. We have seven. We have seven Aliyahs, the full range. Because on Shabbos, we're completely membranous to the Rebbein Shalom. We're completely capturing the Kedusha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in totality. So we need seven aliyahs. Yom Kippur is one notch below that. There's six aliyahs. Yom Tov one notch below that. There's five aliyahs. Chalamayid one notch below that. There's four aliyahs. And Rishchaydish, which is one notch below Chalamayid, is also four aliyahs. Okay, it's a little bit of a kasha, but from the kasha start minish. But this is the etzim rabbi said. This is the mahalach. What a beautiful idea, though. Everyone chap. So many dots are connecting themselves up for us over here. Um, th- this is the havana over here. The havana zedvarm, in terms of. Why we have more aliyahs on all these particular days? Because there's more of an aliyah. Lamarzen, let's see this vaiter inside. Vachreim reish chaydash ve'ein bal bitam malacha el lenoshim. Reish chaydash is one notch below chalamayed, and that yes, there is godliness coming to the world, and we have to refrain from activities to capture that. But who are those people that are refraining from malacha? The noshim, the minigas that women don't do malacha on reish chaydash, and even the malacha that women are not doing. Is, is, is far removed from the malach that we don't do on Chalamoid. The, the, the women do have a minig not to do. That is the, the minig, Yisrael, the women, the Neshe Yisrael don't do malacha, but that's making laundry and sewing, and that's it, like household domestic malachas. Generally, those are the right, sewing and, and, and not doing laundry, women do not do on Chan Rish But that is corresponding to the Lord's malacha. So it's the women of Kla Yisrael that are submitting, you know, Yisrael to that via the women. Um, women. And the reason for this is actually a, a, a penalty, a punishment to the men. Really, women are bringing down the Kedush on Rosh more than men are. Um, and that's why their role is to refrain from activity. 
originally um, Rish Chesh was intended to be a yamta for men and for women. And we know it's coming up, unfortunately, next week, the Cheda Egel. The Cheda Egel is coming up again next week. And by the Cheda Egel, when the men of Kalei Yisrael collectively sinned, they lost the Yamtiv of Rish Chodesh. They, they, they lost that all the Shiftei Ka, the 12 Shvatim, which corresponded to 12 months of the year, um, sinned at the sin of the Golden Calf. They lost the Yamtiv of Rish Chodesh, the women, who did not send, got all the Rosh Chadashim, got all 12, that's why it's still Yom for them. So that means that the women are bringing down Rosh more than men are, Adi Yamazan, that's why they have that Isra Malacha, what? The men is allowed to do laundry in Rosh Men can do laundry in Rosh yes. So there's a loophole over here, your wife, who takes on his milk, doesn't do laundry, like a Heliga Yerushatach there, doesn't do laundry in Rosh she can have you do the laundry, right? Or you can just be like me, and not know how to operate a washing machine, I still don't know how to use a washing machine. How did I get away in yeshiva? You had to make laundry. But like the washing machines were very simple. You just put in a few quarters, put in your stuff and some detergent. You push the button and it just wash your clothes. They didn't have settings. No settings and cycles and minutes and, and delicate and, and cotton. and I, These things are, are bewildering. Bewildering and, and frightening. Um, so at, at, in my house, we don't have that loophole. Because I'm not very helpful when it comes to making laundry. And the uncanny thing is that every time my wife tries to teach me how to use a washing machine, just like, segeitnisht. Um Anyway, good. Uh, but men, men can't do laundry. Yes, because we, we, lost, we lost that degree of, of yamtiv. That means we're not really the same. We don't have the same bittel to the iris of Rish Chedesh as women do. Women have that bittel to the iris. Women are bringing it down. Women refrain from the malacha. Wow. Here we are in our final approach. A week from the today, we have Esther Tanis. Says the Ramchal, one notch below Rish Chodesh is Chanukah and Purim. And Chanukah and Purim are the lowest on the rung over here of the special days that bring in godliness, that we have to do something to bring it in. She'ein ben bittel malacha. There is no bittel malacha in Chanukah and Purim. There's no halachas, nothing you can't do on Hanukkah, nothing you can't do on Purim. Elohai It's rather all about the positivity, what you do do. So the, the, the iris, the godliness that we have to surround and embrace on Hanukkah, bringing Hanukkah is actually achieved by the, the positive. That's what makes it different unique. In other words, Hanukkah, we're very much still down here. Um, and what, what allows us to be, to be, to, 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 uh, to submit ourselves to others is, is the, the, Praise that we give the Rebbeinu Shalaylam, the Simcha Gamkein Bipurim, and the Simcha, the rejoicing that we have as well on Purim. It's implicit in the Ramchal that Chanukah is only Haida, and Purim is Haida and Simcha. If you read the Ramchal carefully, Haida bechanukah, the Simcha Gamkein Bipurim. Everybody see that? Meduik hated in the Ramchal that on Chanukah there's only Haida, there's no Simcha, and on Purim, the, the, what we're doing to to be a part of that godliness. Is we're giving thanks. That's Alanisim. That's also the Megillah. The one aspect of the Megillah is is to be might is Lahaida, as the Gemara says, right? To give thanks to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, and Simcha. The Ramchal holds that there's no Simcha on Hanukkah, which is a it's a it's, a, it's an issue of controversy. There's there's opinions. Lukanu Lukan. There's proofs. Lukanu Lukan. The Rambam seems to say that there is Simcha and Chanukah. The, um, 
the uh, Brisa seems to say that there is not Simcha on Hanukkah. The Ramchal is certainly going with that, that approach, that on Hanukkah, um, there's no aspect of Simcha. Uh, and on Nisan we say, The Hanukkah is instituted, The Rambam, when he brings down Hanukkah, he says they instituted Hanukkah for Simcha. What simcha means if you're going to eat, you're going to eat and drink also. Is there a din uh, to have a su'uda? Um, good, so this is already Vadvar Matikin. This is already discussed in, in Shulchan Aruch how we relate to Hanukkah. Is it a day of simcha? Yeah, it comes with the su'uda. It doesn't come with the su'uda. Just as a Maramokam, I'm speaking this out for the Olam, you know, to construct the sugi over here. The Ramchal and the Ramchal believes that there is no simcha. Nafkamino, a very practical Nafkamino halacha. On Purim, Avadi, you tell everyone a Freilich and Purim. Because it's in Simcha. You're supposed to say Freilich and Chanukah. Only if you hold like the Rambam. But if the Rambam says there's no Simcha and Purim, someone tells you Freilich and Chanukah, you should. I'm a Oris Bistu. Freilich and Chanukah. Chanukah is not by Freilichkeit. It's about Haidah. What's Freilich and Chanukah? Freilich and Chanukah. Sapis, right? You let him have it. Okay. Anyway, but but uh, just interesting that the Rambam here. Believes there's only Simcha and Purim and Hanukkah. Anyway, those are the lowest there on the on, on the list. The Cholzeh Kafi Erech Hashef Anishba Vahora Hameir Hu, and every descending level of kedusha and ascending level of kedusha has to do again with the godliness that's coming to the world, the godliness that we have to embrace. And the more godliness is there, the more of an aliyah we need. The more we have to submit and surrender to it, the more we have to refrain from Allah down here to elevate ourselves to become a part of God's godliness that's coming down. And the less that's coming down, less of the Orham Meir that's coming down over here, the less we have to submit and surrender, and the less Isra Molacha. Geshmakim Avteach. And that's the introduction to, to Yamtiv. From here on, he's going to get into the specifics of Yamtiv. So we may be thinking, it sounds like Purim is all the way on the bottom of the, 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 the list over here. How do we reconcile that with what we've always been taught, what we heard in Yeshiv? Yom HaKippurim, that's right. Purim is even higher than Yom Kippur. Ramchal certainly doesn't seem to be taking such an approach. So we'll have to maybe stay tuned for that. And see yet so the Ramchal is not going to go through all the Yom Tov. He's going to come back to Purim. Amir Tashem will see what we can uh, do in terms of understanding the greater Sogi Purim. Thank you all for joining, and have a wonderful today.